0: The show tonight, which is going to be a plot drift, I would like to do a little bit of a PSA. Um, yesterday, I um, had an experience with somebody on Facebook, um, and I'm sure she deeply regrets. <laughs> it's not her fault, it wasn't mine. Um, if you are friends with me with your real name on Facebook, please be aware. That your family and friends, anybody else you're friends with, can see me. They can see me on your friends list. And even if they can't see the content of my wall, I do have public and private content on my wall. Um, They also could see my Facebook page, which is public. Um, They would be able to find my website, because I have it listed prominently. And it's public, it's a public address. People can go to it. people can look at it. The content is no longer behind a um a membership firewall, so to speak. It's available uh if you have and I'm also even if you dismiss the porn and the gay porn and the magical mystery butt sex tour, please remember that I am a militant, flaming, feminist, liberal on your friends list who might have a problem with that, they're going to have a problem with me. And they might have a problem with you being friends with me. Depending on your relationship with them, that could be a good or a bad thing. Um, Say if you had a grandparent who came across me and tried to friend me, or a parent who came across and tried to, fend me, to friend me. Um, If I wasn't paying attention and I accidentally friended them back, because I do tend to do that, sometimes I get i wake up and I'll have four or five friend requests and I'll just approve them out of hand. So, be careful because you really don't want your grandma friending your porn writer friend, right? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe your grandma would like it. I'm just saying, be careful. Be super careful with it. And um, I have said it in the past, and I'm saying it again. I highly, highly recommend that if Um, You have situations in your life, personal or professional, uh, that could be impacted by your fandom life, that you should have a separate fandom Facebook account that is in no way connected to you personally so that you can have fun online and not worry about your job or relationships with other people that might be strained or... um, damaged by the fact that you like to go on a magical mystery butt sex tour I mean it's up to you just be careful because I don't want to accidentally friend some grandma but I might it could happen and yes Melissa you may ask me your question about my character before we get started Just you know, just just be careful with it because it's craziness, and you know I play a lot of games, so a lot a lot of times my public profile um will have you know game notifications, and I might look like somebody that somebody would want to be friends with if if they play if they play a lot of games and they need stuff you know like buttons or lady holder doesn't respect my button needs, I have button needs, and she never respects them i have I have needs buttons, I need buttons. Jilly needs buttons, but Lady Holder doesn't care. Lady Holder never cares that I need buttons. She don't have to play the game. She could just log in every once in a while and give me buttons. Or energy, but mostly buttons. I need buttons. It, you don't want your grandma seeking buttons from me. That, that's all I'm saying. Especially if she's delicate. This guilt trip's going to be a worldwide tour. Did I miss Melissa's question while I was uh, waxing poetic about buttons? Shit. Your question got. Oh, did I not get cut off. Let's see. Curious. Um, I got really okay. The question is. I was wondering why you tend to have a main couple have a mental bond. I like it, but I'm curious. Um I do it a lot in Harry Potter because it amuses me. Um I'm really fond of the soulmate trope. Uh when it comes to the Sentinel Guide bond, that that's a fanon trope, the the mental bond, so that 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 happens in Sentinel Guide fic because of the trope. And I'm really kind of enamored with the entire Sentinel Guide um are known and bonded I I love that whole cliche. I, I really do. Uh, and a lot of times it's really curious. And I think that uh, without getting uh, too off the deep end on the subject, um, me and my husband have a lot of um, silent communication going on. We can have an entire conversation with an eyebrow. Um, and I think that we, when you're with somebody for a long period of time, you kind of develop that. I mean, in my mom, I can turn to my mom and just like widen my eyes and she will immediately know what I'm thinking. I mean, it's just like, you know, so I like exploring that kind of communication, that connection. Now, at Tangled Destinies, Vulcans have that mental bond as part of their species. So. A lot of times I think that people think I'm really super enamored with it because, um, of circumstances involving, because I wrote a lot of sentinel fiction where that happens as part of the fan trope. Um, I wrote Tangled Destinies and that's part of the Vulcan physiology. That's just part of their species, um, and I'm really, really enamored with um Soulmate Bonds and Harry Potter. So it's just it kinda you know, it's just it's just where I like to play. I, I like to um make connections to people, um and um there's something really, really romantic to me about two people who uh have a meeting of the mind, so to speak. What might have been um you mean the rings. Uh, that was a plot point that I put in and then abandoned. I never really um, went back to it. And I, I, after I did it in the in the plot, I was like, mm, I don't know about it. So by the next episode, I, I wasn't really on board with that whole thing, that whole ring thing. It was just an element part of what might have been that I didn't think worked well. Uh, so, I did it again in Lantian Legacy. And I feel like in Lantian Legacy, it it has a um it resonates better with the characters than it did in What Might Have Been. So that's why you see it kind of pop up in What Might Have Been and then go away because I didn't feel like it was working and that's one element that when I finished my rewrite of What Might Have Been and it is being rewritten um that will disappear because it just it it didn't work in in what might have been. But I think conversely that it works very well in in Lantean legacy. Um so it's just it's you know we all have these ideas that we like to play with um and um that's just one of the ones that I'm really enamored with. And and that's all it boils down to. Um <clears throat> And I like the idea of, of soulmates and, and being fated to be with somebody, that there's somebody out there that's absolutely perfect for you. I, I really enjoy that a lot. So um, <clears throat> I hope that answers your question. But if not, we can explore it later in an, an, another episode. Um, Jillie is going to join me this evening, and we're going to do a plot drift. And um, so – Let's get started and I'm gonna announce her plot drift and we'll we'll get going and we're gonna do um some fun stuff with it tonight. Hello. Hi there.
1: How you doing? I am doing. Um
0: I was just You sound having, better.
1: I, I I am this today's like the first day that um my voice has been coming back to normal and sometimes mm-hmm. it still gets a little scratchy, but mostly it's been normal. And I've been like, yes. I don't sound quite so much like the disease, but <laughs> I have to say, you talk about eyebrow trash talk, and um, I, I miss that because I I talked about some of this on Facebook, but I have chronic migraines, and I decided to try Botox treatments, and I you mm-hmm. know I lost my eyebrows like a year ago, <laughs> so it's like all that <laughs> communication with eyebrows. I mean, I feel my eyebrows trying to do it. But they don't really go anywhere. I mean, there's like there's like a fraction of a centimeter lift on one, and the other one comes in a little bit, but it won't lift. <laughs> so it's like, oh, on that forehead communication. Me and gone. my sister
0: have this thing. If we see something fucked up, we can just turn to each other, and our eyes get really wide at the same moment. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, her saying, can you believe that shit? And I'm like, nope, I can't believe that shit. <laughs> All it was just widening eyes—you could just see it. It's, it's
1: hilarious. That's like okay. Sometimes a little shift to
0: the right or the left—it's like, ugh. I know, right? But you know, in—in—I'm not sure if this is—but um, in the South, um, women have a kind of a—a a shorthand um, language made completely of sounds. Um, and I can be walking with my mother, and she'll walk by something she don't like, and she will go, uh-uh. And I will know exactly what she means.
2: Uh-uh. My <laughs> Whether grandma, it's I, a
0: person, a thing, a place, an idea, an activity, uh-uh.
1: <laughs> I grew up in the South, and my grandma, her thing was she made little clicks with her tongue, like... Mhm. And Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue clicking it's like, oh, good dear. and it, it, The more clicks there were, the worse problem it was. <laughs> it was like... Did grandma, did grandma just click her tongue like ten times? We better run for cover.
0: <laughs> this shit's fucked up. What do you Bail <laughs> But um and you know then and, and then there's that universal sound of disapproval that comes out of a southern woman which was
2: mm mm mm
0: mm mm <laughs> <laughs> When you hear that, it doesn't matter where you are, you're looking up. who fucked up? <laughs> Because somebody has fucked up.
1: Usually after that noise is a full name. You know?
0: (laughs) It could be multiple people's full names. (laughs) I remember my my grandma did it once, and then spent a full three minutes saying names, because she got us all. There were like ten of us, and we all got first, first middle, and last name treatment. Just all wide-eyed.
1: Trying to figure out like, who we we're going to blame. We hide. What the hell?
0: You- <laughs> we're all exchanging looks trying to figure out, trying to see who, which one's the weakest link, so we have somebody to blame. <laughs> 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 okay. But yeah, you know, there's there's just something really interesting about um, mental bonds and empathic connections, which I think is why people are so fascinated with the Sentinel Guide. Um trope cuz if you if you think about it and you read um a lot of the stories that happen in a little black dress the sentinel part takes a back seat Mhm what a sentinel can do takes a back seat to the to the guide to the um connection that they make with um their sentinel and the the empathy and the um the the mental gifts that come with um being a guide, so it's just it's a um maybe it's just an inherent desire to connect to other people in a very meaningful way,
1: yeah, and there's also i think that there's a um, um there's an appeal in the potential trust issues in a relationship being just not there. Because when you're that deeply connected with somebody, you know that you can trust them, and um, and I think that you know anybody who's been through a relationship where there were trust issues is probably going to find that that kind of surety something interesting to read about or a comfort in some way. I know I do it's also a little bit of an accelerator. you can kind of progress your relationship a little bit faster when people don't have to tap dance around a lot of issues um, and I I have to admit I'm like the least patient person in the world with a slow burn, so
0: um <laughs> I'm like anti slow burn.
1: Like, oh just get You bad. might have noticed. Yes. <laughs> well but yes, so I read wrote something, something once somebody said I wrote something once and we called it a slow burn. I went, Man, you don't know the slow burn from uh, there's no way that anything I've written could really be characterized as a slow burn because if your characters are together within like a hundred thousand words, um you know, I mean, I, I've read stories where the characters aren't together in half a million words. That's kind of like, "Oh, somebody well, they needs didn't to get even make to the
0: two hundred K mark." <laughs> <laughs> get me all tickled.
1: <laughs> Just get in bed.
0: <laughs> it starts when they're five, and and the, and the characters don't meet to their twenty.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: just saying I, actually just
1: saying. I, I was reading this i was looking at tags i didn't read the story but i was looking at tags once and somebody was like slow burn and then the next tag was really i mean it and it's like epically slow um glaciers have moved faster alaska might be gone by the time we get to this couple together and i was like "No." <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for warning me i super <laughs> appreciate it click <laughs> And I know some people
1: really dig that. They really dig that super slow burn, but it's just
0: not my jam, you know. Um. Well, some people, um, one person said that my um, courting Hermione Granger was a slow burn. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't Because a slow burn isn't just about the sex. You know yeah. that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) For those of you who, I'm not talking to you specifically, but people out listening to the podcast, it's not about the sex. It's about the acknowledgement of attraction and and relationship. So it's more than just, you know, dick in a hole. (laughs) 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 Again, another reason why you should be careful about being friends with me on Facebook. (laughs) So, you're a plot drift. Julie But John does his suicide run at the end of season one and is rescued by the Daedalus. When he beams on board the Daedalus when he is beamed on board the bridge, he comes face to face with his brothers. Yeah. Now what do I you like do? I like this idea. What do I do?
1: Um, so one of the things I have wanted to do kind of is write another, um I wanted to to write an AU of the um an, an AU of my AU. Is that like an AU squared or something? <laughs> um, where Alec, another story was where where Tony Di is Alex Shepherd, except that he grows up a shepherd, so there is no Tony Denozo. But he grows up with the Shepherds. And I think it'd be cool to have um all three Shepherd brothers be there. And John's like – and I'm thinking I'm – thinking, I'm kind of envisioning a closer relationship um, that, like, he, t- he didn't, like, do the thing I did in, in if found where he vanished without saying goodbye. But, you know, he told him he was going on assignment and he talked to his family, but they didn't know that he might not come back. So they're a little bit miffed with him because, you know, they're a tight family and they're close and um, he, they find out that he's on a mission that he knew he might not come back from. So um, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking it'd be just David on the bridge um, with like his arms crossed. I'm thinking David's a Navy SEAL, maybe a lieutenant commander, and he's just glaring at him.
0: That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome.
1: And I think maybe Matt is a fighter pilot, and he's in one of the 302s, engaging the race. Which of course instantly puts John into a snit because his baby brother is out shooting race darts down. Um, and I think Alex... I think Alex is going to blow shit up. I think he's going to be a munitions expert.
2: Yay! And,
1: <laughs> he's going to be down arming nuclear warheads. He'll be on the day list, but he won't be up on the bridge. He'll have to smack John around later. Um, so... So John has this moment of realizing that all of his brothers are there, and they might all die, which is really kind of a horrible thing to do to Patrick Shepard. Really, is to have all of his sons in a battle like that. But whatever.
0: Um, poor Patrick. Yeah, no, I Patrick. hate to be. Um, I I I hate to be this way, um, and it isn't my preferred plot. Obviously, considering what I end up doing with Patrick Shepard in, in most of my fix, but you could kill him like they do in canon. He could have died, and maybe that's why they're in Pegasus. Because they couldn't find John when their father died. Ouch. It would be a harsh road for John, but I... um, It would give you... um, Some built-in drama that wouldn't be... I guess manufactured, so to speak, because here they are, you know, that they've, they've lost their father. They can't find their brother. Um, And then, of course, they both, they all three make so much noise um, being in the military that O'Neill has no choice but to kind of gather them up and, and, and and bring them into the SGC. Um, And they find out he's in another galaxy and they demand to go. They don't have anything left on Earth.
1: That would be a really good plot device for getting them there.
0: And it um, would make it reasonable And it that they really say. depends on you whether or not John and Patrick were estranged. If you had written it where John had reached out to his family before he went out, then it doesn't have to be that... Patrick was estranged from John, and it could just be the blow of, of of losing his father and and not being there for it.
1: I think that's probably the way I would go is that they he mended fences with his family before he left because he knew mm-hmm. i mean John had to know it was a little bit always a little bit odd to me in Canon that um anybody w- knew that they all knew they might not come back from that mission, and that anybody would go on that mission without Setting their life in order was strange to me. Um, so that John was out there estranged from his brother and his father was, I thought, a little bit peculiar.
0: Um, Not as peculiar as Elizabeth dumping her fiance on a video. Oh yeah, that was just like what the hell. And then
1: expecting him in and, and in that she, that it never actually was that wasn't a real thing that happened, but in that it was it, it was in her head. In her head, she expected him to when she came back to Earth, drop everything and come with her.
0: <laughs>
1: that was the episode with the aliens or putting them in like an, an alternate virtual reality, right? Where she thinks she's on Earth and she expects him to um I may not be remembering my episodes correctly. Um I know what you mean. <clears throat> but in her but see that was that that whole thing, that whole expectation, um was a was definitely her even if even if um it was a an alternate reality created by an an alien, her mind filled in those facts, and so she yeah. believed that it was reasonable after dumping him in a video to expect him to sign on with the s g c and join her
0: and leaving the planet, yeah, talk about ghosting somebody, yeah, no kidding <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you know i had I had an idea for a story back in hmm, hmm, that was a couple years ago, and I couldn't ever quite work out the details of how it was how the interplay was going to be. I couldn't quite get the world building to gel
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm thinking that I may have just solved the problem with that by applying it to this story, but changing up the context a little bit. Okay, so <laughs> let's say let's say let's say we're going to go with the idea that Patrick has died. We'll go with the idea that that John mended fences with all of his family.
0: I'm and sorry, I did, readers. Huh? It's just a
1: really
0: it's just a really good, a really good um, catalyst. It is. For
1: and it's a good catalyst for them staying because if Patrick's back on Earth alive. Um, I would want the Shepherd boys to all stay on Atlantis. And so, if Patrick, so either Patrick has to live and come out later, or he, um, which he'd have to be probably in the military to do. And if he was in the military, he wouldn't want all of his sons in the same war. So, there's just a lot of problems with Patrick being alive. Because um, if he's got any influence um, in the military at all, is he going to want his son, all four of his sons, in the same possibly, um, you know, In the same battle with low odds of success, it doesn't seem likely. No. But anyway, so Patrick's dead, and Mm. I would think these. I'm actually kind of. I know it was my
0: idea, but every time she says it, it hurts.
1: (laughs) It does (laughs) hurt. So I'm thinking maybe the estrangement was never as big as it was in canon. Um,
0: Well, especially if they were all a military family. If John doesn't have a strained relationship with his father, then it leaves you room to assume things about John's career where he wouldn't have been as reckless, he wouldn't have been as prone to um, disobeying orders, and he could have gone out to Atlantis as the CO. Oh, yeah, as the expedition leader, yeah. I actually like that.
1: So... The shepherd boy Because I think part brother. of the reasons
0: why John is so reckless in canon is that he doesn't have any familial connections.
1: Yeah, I agree. And so if he's got strong family connections, then maybe there could have, I mean, I'd have to decide if it's worth there having been a temporary rift or not. Um, I'm actually more inclined to have them be all fairly close, especially if they're all a military family. Because I would think a lot of the rift in the family was around John going in the military. So if I'm writing I it where they're, where they're all military... There wouldn't be that tension about John choosing to be a fighter pilot. Um, so, if they're there, and um, yeah, there's just a comment in the soul room about the Patrick in the soul room <laughs> in the chat room about John and Jack and Patrick pairing, which. You know they're they're pretty close to my you know OTP for Jack. <laughs> so I just sit here going. <laughs> I, I saw that comment I, and I went, yeah, I'm consigning I'm consigning Jack to life without his soulmate. Life
0: sucks. <laughs> but no, I I really when I party uh um, Sentinels of Atlantis, I had no I had no idea that was coming. Um, the, um the first time because and it didn't happen in the first edition of season one. But you know I lost that in the big right terrible. The replot mess. gave us um, something lovely though. And the and the replot gave um Patrick and um it burst Patrick's relationship with Jack. It Andy appeared in the in the re um, um because he wasn't um uh but yeah. I'd say it's pretty close to my O2P2 for Jack. <laughs>
1: okay. So we have the boys. All of them are. Um, so I think Matt and Matt and John are both going to be Air Force. Well, no, I think I think if if military. Hmm.
0: I like Marine John a lot. So I'm trying to decide if I would keep him. You could do or, you could do Marine and Navy, since they are yeah. you know connected.
1: They tend to, I mean, Stargate Cannon tends to put the leaders of everything in Air Force, and their backup support is their, their, you know.
0: Cannon fodder?
1: Yeah, it's all Marines, which Just kind saying. of makes sense because the Air Force is very um, officer heavy. Um, they have the highest officer to um, enlisted ratio is in the Air Force, whereas the lowest officer to enlisted ra- ratio is in the Marines. So there's a lot more... Um, Enlisted personnel in the Marines than there is in the Air Force. I think it's three to one in the in the Air Force or something like that. It's really, really, um, um, well, I think it's something
0: more like ten to one,
1: um, enlisted officer in, well, in the Marines. Well,
0: that actually makes a lot of sense with the Air Force because, um, I think that well, in order to be a pilot, you you have to have, um there's a lot of education involved in being a pilot and um, education in the military equals the ability, the opportunity at times to go into officer training um, because you have to have at least a BA, right? um, To go into OTC.
1: Yeah, you have to have a a degree to get into officer training school, I believe.
0: So, um, that kind of, you know, goes hand in hand. Yeah. So, it makes
1: Um, But Sumner was a Marine, wasn't he?
0: Sumner was a Marine.
1: Okay. Anyway, so I'm thinking that... um, Well, (laughs) well, I guess we're at the branch of the service, but I'm pretty much certain that I want Matt to be a pilot, um, David to have been a SEAL, uh, um, and... I'm thinking Alex would be a Marine, and then I—that's exactly what out. I
0: wrote down on my list over here. <laughs> <laughs> I went Navy, Marine, Navy, Marine, <laughs> <laughs> Navy, Marine, Navy, Marine.
1: So that puts Matt and David in Matt and David in the Navy, and John and and Alex in the in the Marine.
0: Um, that's funny. As and man.
1: actually, I could see I could see that being a, a, a little brother choice too, because John joins the Marines, and the next brother David joins the Navy, and then Alex doesn't want John to be alone in the Marines, so he joins the Marines, and then and then <laughs> Matt goes, well, I got to go and join the Navy because that's where David is. So like, we don't want anybody to be alone.
0: <laughs> Renish. <We're
1: in this. laughs> okay, so now the thing I'm thinking about. Um this other idea I had and um is that I'd had an idea about um, um the city somehow being there's being a, a lock on the city. It's not like a um like the city doesn't work, but like there are features and functionality and there's data that is locked because the city is considered to be um sort of um, I'm trying to think about what the world would be. It's not offline. It's not in stasis, but it's not... Um, it's like the city knows it's not under ancient control. So it's functional, but its deepest secrets are um, locked down because it hasn't been claimed by an ancient. And I think... So that was kind of the idea I had, that I couldn't quite ever quite work out how I was going to get it to work. And I'm thinking... So what I'm thinking is that, um, that the lock requires four, four ancients to unlock it on the city. And I'm thinking that all awesome. four all four brothers have the exact same gene, and it's all the, like the strongest gene they can find, and all four brothers are the same. So the moment they all appear in the command room together, um, the computers turn on and ask if they wish to claim the city. Or do they wish to... Um, um I just lost the word. Um
0: Rodney would be, "Yes, bitches, yes. You better say yes." <laughs> Ray, when someone asks you if you're God, <laughs> you say yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, so That's
1: if they want to claim the city or if they want to put it um leave the lock in place. And, and um yeah, so they want, if they want to leave the, the city in stasis, and so, um, and so, of course they they agree, but for like nobody quite is certain exactly what is being agreed to, or who even um, the city is talking to when it asks these questions, and so they say yes, and um, the four AIs of the city wake up, and um, the AIs are you think of four 'cause I had I had a thought about what the four would be. So there'd be judicial, administration, military and defense, and science. So four AIs. And when these AIs all wake up and they are kind of like they pick which of the four they are the guide for sort of the computer AI for. And so each of the brothers has to fit that role. And so they didn't know that that's what they were agreeing to when they told the city they were willing to claim it. And it has to be one of the four of them. Now, I think the funny part would be, I think I'm going to have John be military, David be administration. So he'd be effectively the leader of the city. Um, Matt be judicial, which I find to be very funny. And... um, Alex B. Sciences, which I find to be even funnier.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, one way you could couch it so that um, they stand out from other gene carriers, like O'Neal, who's been on the city, um, Miko, who apparently in Ken has a very strong gene, um, you can make their mother an, an ancient. Oh, I like that because the ancients have a, have a habit of kicking their own kind out naked and clueless so what if they did that with um their mother and she got thrown on earth with no memories of being an ancient which would like super explain john's ramped up gene yeah.
1: And if all four of them have that, so the city recognizes them as ancients, so um so now the city effectively belongs to the four shepherd brothers. That's hmm. going to go over well, won't it? <laughs> so, that could go a lot of different um ways um somebody's asked if 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 the mother would have died or ascended um probably i imagine if she died a, a, died died that she would ascend again what well, do you
0: think here's the thing about ascension um when you ascend your body disappears <laughs> yeah, so that's if, not an easy thing to so explain. If, if their mom died, um, oh, I just had a terrible thought. What was your terrible thought? Well, if, um, Ascension. Does cause body removal, um, which do, doesn't actually make any sense to me unless the body is destroyed to create the energy. That the energy conversion requires the, the, the sacrifice of the body. Um, well, I was thinking that perhaps their mother died, um, their mother disappeared um, and is assumed dead um, and her body never recovered. Because when she did die, her body disappeared. So she could have gotten in like a
1: car accident or something and they never found the body.
0: Or she could have been the victim of a crime or she could have been serving in the military herself. Could have been a boating accident, but her body was never recovered. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. And there is a um, there is an episode. Of Stargate, where they think they're interacting with a um a hologram on the city, and they're actually interacting with an ancient and they don't know it. I remember that that woman could be their mother' she knows what she season does it. that happen in uh, isn't what happened to that one?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Because aren't they talking to a hologram when they discover that the power drain on the city, that what little power the city has, is being drained rapidly? No,
0: that's a separate one. That's a different hologram. That's actually a hologram. Um, The one where Morgana tells them how to find Merlin takes much, much... Later, it's with SG one on the city. It's in season three. Karen saying, oh, "Okay." Um, so if Morgana was their mom, that would be really cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and maybe she so. Got in a way, you would
0: eventually give their mom back and kind of soothe the loss of uh, of losing Both their parents. their father. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm making some
0: notes. Um, (laughs) Apparently, Morgana appears in Pegasus Project.
1: Some of the later seasons, well, actually, anything after season two of SGA, I haven't seen since they aired. So it's like, it's it's funny, I've seen season one and most season two, like three or four times. But um, the later seasons, I never really rewatched. I will have to rewatch the later seasons. Not that that's any great hardship. You can hardships. pick
0: and choose. I think they're on Netflix, aren't they?
1: If they're not, on they're Hulu. on Amazon
0: Prime. They're, they're on, they're on Hulu. Hulu.
1: Yeah. So it's it's and I I have the entire Stargate franchise. Well, Stargate, I have SG One and SGA all on on DVD. So it's more convenient to watch them streaming, but if I ever can't find them, there's always the disc.
0: I've got to bring out the disc. That is a question that Edie's asking. Um, if um, the mother ascended, would she have taken Patrick? When he died? I, You know, I think
2: mm-hmm. that
1: actually could be kind of cool, is that she facilitated Patrick's
0: ascension when he died which if you made his death accidental and the body unrecoverable which she could
1: have helped facilitate.
0: Oh yeah, I mean I mean if she's watching over him and um she loves him and if he was um in an accident um she could manufacture something that they believe was the body. Yeah. Very true.
1: You didn't bury your father, boys. You buried the thing I made it. It's already dissolved and disintegrated or whatever once you put it in the ground.
0: Oh, that's terrible. That <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if you, if you wanted to go that route. Um, but more interestingly, you could make both of them ancients. And she got thrown out and Patrick de to be with her.
1: Oh, I like that. It's very romantic, too.
0: Isn't it? <laughs> it's like an entirely different subplot. <laughs> oh, look what happened. <laughs> okay, so your first event is um, the suicide run.
1: That's where I start, is I start with him. I start, like, at that moment when he's thinking about, you know... I probably have, like, a paragraph of John thinking about the end of his life. And then he hears um, Major Shepard drop your shields, and he gets beamed over to the
0: Daedalus yeah, to be but confronted with. Yeah, he'd be a with.
1: colonel. Yeah, he would be a colonel. Yeah, if we go with this alternate... Um, Alternate path for him, yeah, he'd be a colonel.
0: So they, he might as well just have as much fun as possible with it.
1: That's yeah, how I well. approach
0: all of my fanfics. I'm like, how much fun can I have with this idea? Let's blow up all this shit. <laughs> Let's blow up all this shit. Yeah. So I
1: um, so I, yeah, I definitely. So he would beam over, be confronted immediately with David scowl. <laughs>
0: um, well, you find know, that- if Patrick and their mother are both ancients then all four of them are actually literally ancients. Yeah, so I would think that the they're reason not that I think
1: that that would come up that hadn't come up before now is I would think they're watching. But the two especially um, well Patrick would have been watching after John the City, but their mother would have been watching when John got to the city. And I'm thinking that what she would have done, um, all along was mask his genes. So that it
0: wasn't clear to make sure they didn't realize what he was. Right. Yeah. Until I mean, you know,
1: all four of them were there, and that could be the first thing she does is that when the four of them are in Pegasus together, and she realizes that the four of them have the potential to claim the city, because all four of her sons are in the same place, that so she removes the the block she put on their jeans so that they don't look human anymore.
0: Now, my first thought was, is did she have four on purpose?
1: Probably. <laughs> Probably.
0: And who's the youngest, Matt? He'd be like, wait. Yeah. You mean I'm only here because you needed four?
1: <laughs> and she'd be like, no, Alex, two. <laughs> Once we had two, we figured we might as well get all four.
0: David was a love child, and the rest of you were just part of the plan. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, You're I always happy. have John
1: the oldest. I don't know why. It's stuck in my head that John's I the oldest I tend to put John
0: the oldest, too, but he's not. in Cain and David is the oldest. But if you make David older, then it would be unrealistic for him to have less rank than John. Yeah, I think,
1: I, I don't know, it, it, my headcanon is John's the oldest, so, um, and that's probably your fault, so we'll just go with it.
0: <laughs> I'm not afraid to own it. <laughs> oh, that's something. I want to say her name just like mine, but that's not it. Maybe they were sent back to Earth to make the four boys to unlock the city to reclaim it that they weren't kicked out that they were sent to earth on a mission Patrick and Morgana
1: oh that's an interesting idea so like the ancients kind of went okay we've kind of screwed up a little bit um, with a situation which place. would also
0: <laughs> give them more freedom and especially her more freedom to act once she's reascended to protect John um, as He's moving through the SGC because otherwise they wouldn't let her interfere as much as you have her interfering.
1: Yeah, I like the idea that the two of them are on a mission to be able to unlock the city again. And of course, that was excellent. Is Kara,
0: excellent. Kara, whatever. Kai, we're gonna call you Kai. I was <laughs> gonna so shorten everybody's name. <clears throat> And um,
1: so, of course, one of the first things that comes out of getting the city unlocked is um, where the fucking ZPMs are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because there's no fun to be had without some fucking ZPMs.
1: That's right. And, and, you know, I I never understood the canon... um, there's a ZPM on this city there's a ZPM on that in this outpost there's a ZPM on this planet tucked in a hole somewhere. <laughs> I've never understood that approach. I mean, I could see why they'd have if ZPMs are how they power shit. I could see why they would have ZPMs in all their outposts and stuff. I could never understand um the one hidden here, the one hidden there thing. It just struck me as strange because from everything they talk about scientifically with um the ZPMs, and you 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 deal with. This, I I think it's in what might have been. That you mentioned that, that charging them is dangerous.
0: That was what I did in, in what might have been. Um, Which actually sounds um, me. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about the construction of of a ZPM and and the kind of energy they're harnessing, and what the ZPM is traditionally used for in canon, that is. An astronomical amount of power. Um, So when I crafted how that was going to work and and what might have been, that was what was on my mind. So when Sebastian um, turns that little device on in the mountain and accidentally, on purpose, harnesses vacuum energy, um, it's kind of a precursor to the vacuum they use in the ZPM to harness um, energy um, so it's just you know just something that I got really um fascinated with
1: in my um in the sequel to emergence I have the um, them have a charging station where they charge um that they're manufactured on Atlantis, but they 're charged off planet on an abandoned planet um with no viable planets nearby it was carefully selected for not having life anywhere nearby because if anything ever went wrong in the charging process and it blew up a solar system, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a big deal. Um, comparatively speaking. <laughs> yeah. Comparatively speaking. But then nobody would die. So that's one of the things that's in lockdown is the location of where the ZPMs are charged. Um, and they can make more, but there's going to be like a dozen out there charged because, I'm, you know, I and I kind of, I think I think I said it took three years to charge them, something like that. I don't remember. Um, but I may revisit my own um, thing from that in terms of where it is and um, anyway. So that's one part of the information um, because power is critical to ancient technology, and if you don't have power. Um, you can't get the city to do half the stuff that it's supposed to do. So,
0: My thought on hidden ZPMs isn't that the ancients hid them, it's that the people of Pegasus hid them. In the 10,000 years between the ancients leaving and the people from Earth arriving, um, the ancients uh, became the ancestors and they became an object of worship. So a lot of their um, technology... Um, became relics of a sort, and I think ZPMs are in that same um, category. There, um, and so a lot of times, I think that ZPMs are hidden because they've been come across by somebody who doesn't know actually what it is, but sees it or believes it to be a something that belongs to an ancestor, and therefore should be hidden and preserved. So I never really thought the ancients were the one hiding the ZPMs, and we even get proof of it. Like Lady Holder said, the the Brotherhood hid their ZPM. <laughs> so you know, right? But the the ZPM that the
1: Brotherhood have have, um, now it's, it's not really clear, but the um that's one of the gate addresses that um El- that Elizabeth got from Janice, old Elizabeth, Elizabeth one, whatever. She got mm-hmm. those from Janice, and the Brotherhood's address was one of them. So mm-hmm. they knew the ancients knew before they put the city on the bottom of the ocean that there was a ZPM in that location. Now, if they those might locations, have
0: left it in the care of those people in case they needed it. Yeah.
1: Now, a lot of them, like the ones that were like the ones that were at outposts that were destroyed, I completely get that, you know. Or somebody went into an ancient outpost and pulled out the ZPM and used it as a Relic of some kind that makes um, I can get I get that, but the Brotherhood one was a little bit odd to me of all of them. Um, I don't know. It's like they were passing unless, out ZPMs as like Faberge eggs or something.
0: Unless the ZPM. Oh, I just I just plot buddied myself. <laughs> that kind of hurt actually oh i,
1: I kinda of, <laughs> had an i can kinda of, i can kind of hear the <laughs> i can kind of hear the mental processing power going
0: all my wheels just spun well what I was thinking was is what if the brotherhood had that z p m because something on their planet gave it to them? And what if Janice gave Elizabeth that address because that is the planet where ZPMs are made? Huh. And the Brotherhood had that ZPM because it was the last one that got spit out of the maker before it fell into disrepair or they broke it by accident.
1: That's an interesting idea. I like that. I like your plot, (laughs) Boney.
0: You can have my Pop Bunny if you want it. <laughs> but I read an interesting fic once where the ZPMs were actually made um, in a satellite and then they were gated to the city.
1: Oh, that is interesting.
0: It's the same one that I think had the multiple chairs. It's interesting. But anyways, so, you know, so, your first event is the suicide run and the brothers arriving and they claim the city.
1: Yeah. Then they got to get to the battle with the Wraith. Um, which will go a lot easier if they have more power. Although, once once Caldwell arrived at the list, the battle was over with pretty quickly, right? hmm
0: Comparatively speaking, yeah.
1: Compared to what they had been going through, with the right. ground because they they got that reinforcement from um, through the, through the Stargate, and they had to, mm-hmm. they had what like four days that they had to wait for the data list to arrive, that they had to hold the Wraith off for that four days. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but anyway,
0: so get wait. Whatever. People came through the gate. Yeah.
1: Um, what was that? The guy.
0: The I don't guy, remember the... that.
1: They got to they were about to evacuate the city and the gate activated and they got a bunch of marines. I can't remember the colonel's name who came through, said he was taking command, and um he had a real hate on for John for killing Sumner and um then when he gets drained no. by the Wraith. Everett. Everett, yes, thank you. I was blanking on his name.
0: For some reason I thought Everett came down from the Daedalus.
1: No, Everett came from
0: Indelible was the you're right. Uh, indelible is the fickle with the multiple chairs, but I'm not sure if it's the fickle with the ZPM station in orbit. So,
1: yeah. So Everett, they arrived was- when when they found the ZPM in the desert. They used it to send through resupply Marines and Everett, and a message from Jack that they were to hold the city, and that the data list that the ZPM was being sent up to the data list. And with the the ZPM power, the Daedalus would make it in four days. That's the way I recall those events going down, and that they had to hold the city for the four days it would take the Daedalus to arrive, with the ZPM, to put in Atlantis to power the shields.
0: Everett is the one that comes through the gate and gets eaten by a wraith. Abraham Ellis is the commander of the Apollo and a black man. (laughs) So Everett and Ellis should not be confused for that simple reason right there. One's a white guy, one's a black man. <laughs> right, there you go. Um, yeah,
1: Everett
0: Everett um Everett was
1: Sumner's friend. He didn't have any regard for the fact that John had shot Ever um Sumner. Except after he got eaten by the Wraith, he called John down to talk to him and said that he'd wished he'd had somebody to do that for him or something like that. It was like they had a whole makeup moment. Um, where he but was if, with John's
0: in, if John's already a colonel, they're not going to send Everett through the gate.
1: Well, they're going to send something through the gate, though, even if it's not Everett. Some
0: people. Yeah. They're going to send some people through the gate. Maybe even right. get Lorne.
1: Oh, yeah, Lorne early. That'd be good.
0: So, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so pretty. you got to add to the pretty. Keep adding to the pretty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just make the city so pretty that it just... Doesn't know what to do with itself. Um,
0: and Carl would be like, "You know what? I think I need to stick around. <laughs> Things are so pretty here." <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so even if they didn't send Everett through, um, they, that that contact still happened, and they have more Marines on the city, and they've been ordered to hold the city rather than evacuate it. Um, hmm. Which is why, if that hadn't happened, if that order hadn't come through to hold the city, um, they would have evacuated to the Alpha site. That was what they were in process of doing before the SGC interrupted them and told them that a ZPM was inbound on the data list to power the shield.
2: I have
0: vague memories of that. I need to watch it again. Or at least read the transcript, like Lady Hill is currently doing. <laughs> Sometimes it's,
1: some episodes that's all you want to do because there's some episodes that there are a couple episodes in like season one
0: that I just can't stand,
1: and like I would much rather read the transcript than have to watch that stupidity again. Um, <laughs> Hot, Hot Zone is one of them. I think is so dumb. That's the one with the nanites that are, you know, causing people to see ghosts until they die of an aneurysm.
0: Karen says, "Wouldn't Alex want to go through the gate?" I don't think so because you have to keep in mind that the Daedalus has been traveling for weeks. I think it's three weeks from Earth to to Atlantis. So under ZPM would power, only Alex- takes four days. That
1: was that was the that was the issue. Is that they had to use the, the ZPM to um, they had to use the ZPM to open the gate, open the connection. Immediately, it was beamed up to the Datalist so that Datalist could use the ZPM power. Oh. To speed things up, so they could arrive in Pegasus in four days, and then transfer the ZPM to Atlantis. So normally it takes 18 days, but with a ZPM on board, it only takes four.
0: So the question is, obviously from Karen, is why didn't his brothers step through the gate?
1: That is a good question. Why didn't? and Thank you for bringing up that up. Why didn't? Why wouldn't they have stepped in? Because I'm. So this is a case of where I think I... that
0: Matt might be
1: on the data list because he's a pilot. But... Yeah, if he's an F three, if he's if he's a, a three hundred two pilot, he would definitely be on the data list. But if Alex is a munitions expert and his his role is blowing shit up, um, he probably would he have through the... walked through. Yeah, he probably would have walked through with a whole shitload of bombs.
0: So if Matt's on the data list, David might be on the data list to be with Matt, and yeah. Alex was elected to come through the gate. Yeah, which means
1: I would have to back up where the story starts if I did that. The only way I could so the only way that that wouldn't happen, because you know, that is logical, is if there was a reason why they couldn't get Alex to the SGC in time for um, the reinforcement going through the gate.
0: Well, I have a fix that I haven't published anywhere um where they use they shut down basically most of North America and funnel as much power as they can into the SGC to open the gate to Pegasus like most of North America except for you know major I mean it it goes dark for 30 minutes and they open the gate to pegasus so For you could do long? something like that maybe not even maybe maybe they only have a 10 minute window um, and they open it towards them to send supplies
1: well, weren't the majority of the nuclear weapons um, on board the Daedalus?
0: See, that's one thing about this thing I never really understood. Okay, they open the gate. They send through all this shit.
1: And a bunch of rail guns. Well, they send through rail guns, which I was just like, why rail guns? What are those going to do against spaceships?
0: Why not I mean, ask guard lasers? Yeah. But that's beside the point. They could have sent enough heavy artillery. But I guess they really thought that they needed the dataless out there. Because why the fuck they just didn't send the Z P M through the gate. But then they, they they couldn't operate the gate without the Z P M. Right. So they couldn't so unplug it, it while the gate was open. Um Right. Think think. Hmm. The proto ZPM.
1: Well, somebody suggests send the ZPM um, on the data list and forget to dial in. If they forget to dial in, they abandon the. But then the they city. won't
0: be on Atlantis unless. Right. Unless Elizabeth and John have a difference of opinion about what's going to happen. She wants to run, he wants to stay and fight. They split the difference and evacuate most of the civilians to the Alpha site. But if they have
1: no chance of surviving... which is the predicament they were in when they were contemplating contemplating leaving, why would they...
0: Yeah, but um, in canon, John's not an ancient. And he might not know he's an ancient. But he feels the next to the city. Yeah. So he's not going to want to part with Atlantis. And he won't even know why. Because it's the first time, basically in his whole life, he's found a place where he's really, really comfortable. That's nothing like Earth. That everything in him is just relaxed in a way he never expected to happen. So, he wouldn't want to part with that. And he most certainly would not want to let Atlantis be destroyed... Which would explain his suicide mission. Right. Well, if he's not, yeah. What he could
1: do, if he he evacuates the whole city but himself, um, would he put the city on the bottom of the ocean? And then, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what he logically would do to try to save the city if he's on his own.
0: Well, first, I don't think Rodney would leave him.
2: He might convince Taylor to go
0: with the civilians to help protect them on the Alpha site, but I don't think he could get Rodney to leave. Oh, I agree completely.
1: But wouldn't it make more sense to put the city on the bottom of the ocean than to... Do they have the power to do that? I don't know. I don't remember I, mean, I could write it but they don't.
0: They might not have the power to shield the whole city, but they probably do have enough power to submerge the city and only shield the tower they're in.
1: So if the SDC couldn't get through at a critical at the critical time when they were ready to send in,
0: um, or he could think the city unshielded because they 've got jumpers, and the jumpers have shields, and the jumpers are waterworthy. We know that already,
1: yeah, but if he seeks, but then that 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 come, becomes a whole enormous cleanup effort later the the drowned city,
0: yeah, but if the city is drowned and the city has an a i, there could be even protocols in place for it. It would crush a city made out of regular materials, but what the hell is Atlantis made out of? It didn't crush...
1: Um... It didn't crush it in canon, and in, in, in the early, because they, they had partial flooding, the shields did drop over part of the city when it rose. And in, it wasn't in, crushed. In rising, they did lose shield coverage over parts of the city that flooded, and it, there was no mention of parts of the city being crushed by um, deep water pressure.
0: Well, you could have Rodney find the um, the geothermal power plant sooner, but that's backing you up even further <laughs> from the moment you wanted to start. From the moment that the that, 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 plot drift began, but it isn't you know always about starting where you wanted to begin. It's about starting where your story needs to begin.
1: Yeah, because sometimes this is one of the things. Sometimes you have. A central scene in your head. We've talked about this before. If you get an idea that your story's based off of, and then sometimes that story that that scene never
0: actually happens in the story. So you know, I had that with well, we don't with mer- Sam. Now Sam appears with the storm, and then do we see Sam again when Rodney's um,
1: Sam underground? appears with the storm?
0: During when the storm started, the the superstorm, whales were migrating to the city for protection. And Sam was one of them. Yeah, but Carter couldn't rebuild couldn't build a one-use ZPM if they could have built a one-use ZPM they wouldn't have had to wait until they found a ZPM to but Carter only had the one that Jack made and they figured out how to turn it back on was that a solar storm? okay, okay You know what always bothered me? After they got back in touch with Earth, why the fuck didn't they cover almost the entire city with solar panels? I'm just saying. You've got all that empty pier space. No fucking solar panels. (laughs) What the actual fuck? (laughs) Well, and they're saying. they're
1: they're a floating it's, city. They should really be able annoying. to to generate um, hydro energy.
0: Yeah, there should be hydropower too. There should be, but um, you could reference like, back to the hydro plant. You don't have to go back that far um, or create that situation where that happens. Um, you could have um, it mentioned. Um, that they found an underwater geothermal plant and the city has, is hooked up to it currently and it's submerged when Caldwell will ask where the fuck's the city <laughs> i don't see the city <laughs> you know so you could kind of like you know not go back that far just say that it that just happened But if Alex comes through the gate, there's no fucking way he's going to let John go on a suicide mission.
1: That's a, yeah, exactly. That is just not happening. Well,
0: but by then, if Alex comes through the gate, he's going to know his other brothers
1: are on the way, too. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: unless Alex was there the whole time.
1: I mean, he came with John originally? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because the FGC would know that the brothers all had very strong genes.
0: And so when that. they found John, they might have recruited Alex, too, because he's a Marine.
2: And then like their father dies,
0: up. and David can't find John or Alex, Which would explain why David's on the bridge, Matt's in a plane. F three O two.
1: That's a good idea. They were there all along. Then I'd have to go back, and even if I didn't, I wouldn't show it. But I'd have to consider. That's one of the things you have to do when you make a. You know it's just a side comment to, uh, for the podcast, is that when you make a major change like. Um, Well, considering Alex's rank, um, he would probably be a captain or a major. He would have been second in command in the expedition. He would have been.
0: And maybe he's letting John do the suicide mission because the next bomb is his. He's going to do it, too. Oh, yeah. That, that works. Because there were two, Dragic. right? One was for it's John. Tragic, and, yeah. and there were going to be two. One for John. Or,
1: who went out first? John went out first, and he said one of the last things he said is that if this works, somebody else is going to have to do it again.
0: Um, and the implication was that it was going to be Rodney.
1: I don't. They didn't really. I, Rodney acknowledged he agreed, that
0: he agreed,
1: but I don't think it was clear. It would have probably
0: um, been Stackhouse because
2: Stackhouse yeah, could pilot the jumper. Somebody jumpers. has to
1: pilot the jumper. No, no, no. I wouldn't be hiding,
0: Alex. John would know he was there. Can siblings be in the same chain of command? Why well, did it? In, I did it in, um, in ties it, bind, and no one ever said a word to me about it. Out of all the things that
2: <laughs> they know could have bitched you, you about, happened. that never happened. Um, no.
1: and the answer is no, uh, no. But the SGC, I do think the SGC is is a different set of circumstances um they probably aren't going to care about that kind of a thing as much Mhm Because they couldn't say, you know, we want to send both of the shepherd brother marines out to um Atlantis, but we don't want, you know, they would have to have some provisions for the fact that Alex was reporting to John. Unless um,
0: Alex isn't military, but then you want him to be blowing shit up. So yeah, I do. The one thing I had thought about,
1: that this would kind of...
0: Yeah, yeah, because the SGC is a special project, so it does get... Because the fact of the matter is, is the SGC itself is too officer-heavy. And Atlantis was officer-heavy after the reconnection, because John wouldn't have had two majors um, under him, but at one time he had Telde and Lorne. And that's terribly right. unlikely in a small command like that. Well, it depends on how.
1: For an Air Force command, not really. Um, it was
0: terminally light at the start. Yeah, you're right, Lady Holder, because there was no was. fucking reason whatsoever for them to put, um, it, like that two officers.
1: To, it was like, whoa, what the hell? It made no sense for the number of military assets they had. Well,
0: yeah, but John wasn't in the chain of command.
1: Yeah
2: okay, so there was a,
0: there What's was here? another lieutenant, and I think he died in the um Nanite episode and the dead guy, yeah Sumner Ford and the dead guy, but we're just gonna hand wave that whole brothers can't be in the same command thing,,
1: <laughs> yeah, just
0: <laughs> author, yeah author hand wave, you know because and
1: i I do think you can write it off um you know. I tend to kind of, at least in some way, address um, those kinds of things. To kind of, you know, normally we couldn't be in the same chain. Of, just a one sentence lampshades the whole deal, right? Um, you just say brothers normally wouldn't be in the same command, chain of command, but um,
0: you know, honestly, if John took Alex with him to Pegasus, and I, I don't see how David doesn't punch him in the face. Oh, yeah he'd be upon, oh yeah, it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, that's just how brothers react to each other, and if John actually took their baby brother to Pegasus and didn't tell him because Alex would be the baby brother of both John and David, just like Matt, they're both the younger brothers, right, right, Matt and Alex. Brothers. Yeah, the way way
1: I'd done the ages in um, If Found
0: was that John and David
1: were a year apart, and then there's like three years, and then Alex and Matt were a year apart.
0: So I can see David punching John right in the mouth. Because I would. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fight right there. Well, and
1: that fits with the the younger brothers choosing to keep their older brother's company thing, kind of right? You know, is that... Mm-hmm. Alex is like, well, of course I'm going to go with John to Pegasus. What the hell's wrong with you? I followed him into the Marines. Weren't you paying attention?
0: And then there's David thinking, oh, well, I'm really glad that John's going to have Alex with him when we won't even get to see him for a year. At least he'll have Alex. And then he finds out <laughs> that they both fucked off to a different galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the assholery is strong. <laughs> David might wait till they're alone <laughs> to hit him. I don't know
1: It probably depends upon um um if he thinks Caldwell's gonna um, um, like reprimand him if he punches John, although Caldwell might be like, "Go ahead, punch
0: him. He needs it., yeah. they all agree he needs it. Of course Caldwell and John would have the same rank. They would. We do love Diet Shepherd. It's awesome. Diet Shepherd is awesome.
1: There'd be so much Diet Shepherd now.
0: <laughs> and Roddy'd be looking at all for him thinking, "He just fucking figures. <laughs> I had these two, and now I got two more. It's like what the hell?
1: Is this how can this possibly be? But what if um what if John is so attached in terms of the um so if Alex is there, Alex is gonna stay with the city too. What if mm-hmm. their agreement with Elizabeth and, and Rodney I would imagine Rodney stays. What if their agreement with Elizabeth? Is that um, they will, they're going to save the city as long as possible um, mm-hmm. because they know that the city won't survive very long underwater with the amount of power that it has. And that they're going to wait until the last minute to submerge it in the hope that um, the race will, maybe that's the plan. They hope that, that the city's submerged. They wait till the last minute to do the submersion the wraiths don't find anything and leave, and they hope that the shields hold out long enough for them to come back and bring the city back up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that maybe is their Hail Mary plan, since they don't know that reinforcements are coming.
0: But then they get the call from Earth after the evacuation has already taken place. But again, it doesn't explain why his brothers don't step through the fucking gate. Why would they
1: wait? I don't think the call from Earth comes. I think Earth tries, they're so busy sourcing an alpha site and evacuating that Earth can't connect. And Jack has to make the decision, do we keep trying to connect and keep the ZPM here or get it on the way to Pegasus? And maybe they know, maybe one of the things that... Um. um in the in the letters from home, when they transmitted all the stuff, is that they make it clear that they're going to be um, evacuating the city and that that's the plan is to evacuate to an Alpha site and that Jack's assumption is that, they've, that the evacuation has already commenced and that that's why he can't get through or why nobody's answering effectively.
0: Yeah, the 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 nuclear bomb that John flies into the Wraith ship comes from the Janai, um, if the call doesn't come and the SGC has assumed that they have evacuated then why does the Daedalus come to the planet where Atlantis is instead of the the Alpha site to get their people why risk the Daedalus for, for a city they assume is empty Maybe they go to the planet, do go to the planet first. And they have... And the, the and rest they of the find, people...
1: Yeah, they, they, and Elizabeth says, you know, the Shepherds in our CSO are still on the city. They haven't sunk it yet. They're waiting to the last minute.
0: If you make the Alpha site one of the first planets that they... like the, When they were building the, the Gate Bridge, they used several planets that were in Pegasus as part of the Gate Bridge because they were... Close to the edge? Mm hmm What if one of those planets is the Alpha site, and so the Daedalus hits the Alpha site before they hit the planet where Atlantis is?
1: In which case, if the Daedalus hits, let's say the Daedalus hits there a day ahead of time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, If the Daedalus hits there a day ahead of time, then... The knowing that the that the um, city is still on the water, because John and Alex and Rodney haven't come through, so the city's still up, and they know that the race ship hasn't arrived yet. I would think that Caldwell would order everybody back to the city, or at least those
0: the military assets back to the city.
1: Maybe not the civilian Which would, would?
0: Which again, why would David end up not? Oh. Oh, I don't think he
1: would. I think that he would um, walk through the gate. He'd beam down. I think the only one who would be with the data list would be um, Matt, since he'd be there to fly.
0: Unless to preserve power, Rodney has cut the gate to prevent the race from gating into the city, to prevent – because without power, they're having a hard time – I mean – if if I was trying to cut power, the first thing I would do is cut the gate because you need power to operate the gate, a lot of power to operate the gate, and you also need a lot of power to protect the gate, the
1: shield, yeah. Because even shield. if the power, even if the incoming, the power for the incoming gate is fueled elsewhere, putting up the shield would take power.
0: So after John and. I mean, after everybody else evacuates, and it's just the Shepherds and Rodney, they cut the gate so that they can't dial through. Until
1: they're ready to evacuate?
0: Right. Just to just so to preserve can't... power, because if the race dialed through and they don't have an active gate shield, they're fucked. So they can't not run the gate shield. It's just... It's a... It's dangerous. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: So the shield is... Once everybody goes through, the plan is locked. You guys are on the Alpha site. We will join you at the last minute, but you can't come back because we can't. We don't have the power to run the shield. So you're stuck there.
0: And, and they're going to we'll sacrifice be... all the power they got to protect the city, which means essential operations only, which means the gate has to go, at least until yeah. they're time to evacuate. That's how I would do it. That makes sense. And that puts David and Matt on the ship. And John and and Matt, John and Alex still have no idea (laughs) that their brothers are in Pegasus. Which gives you your moment.
1: Yeah. I would think that they would. um... Oh my God. Okay. So the Daedalus arrives, they radio that they're there. The first thing that happens is that um, um, David beams down with a bunch of weapons. And, you know, basically to Alex, here you go, baby brother, these are for you. And then he turns and punches John. (laughs) Right. Miss you, bro. Here's your toys. We brought you things to blow up. John. You
0: motherfucker. (laughs)
1: What the hell were you doing bringing him out here?
0: You utter son of a bitch. But I, yeah. I think um, Claire mentioned that they would have to wipe the data from the dialing computer um, on Atlantis. Well, they also have to pull the control crystal because that thing can let gates dial the Milky Way. So they have to disable the gate. Because if Atlantis falls, they have to make sure the gate can't be an access point. Because there's a control crystal in the dialing computer on Atlantis that lets them dial the Milky Way Galaxy. So they probably would have pulled that
1: and sent it with the expedition. Um, Exactly. I would have. And put in a, like a default dialing crystal or something. Either that or their evacuation plan is jumper.
0: Jumper to um, a planet with a gate. Right.
1: And so, like they, you know, let's say there's a time delay on the
0: on the
1: the plan is that they're going to wait till the last minute. The gate is cut. They've pulled all functionality to the gate. And the plan is that when they sink it, it's like some kind of, I assume they can kind of do a delay like it's going to happen in 10 minutes. They get in the jumper, they leave the city, and they go to a planet that they can gate to the alpha site in the jumper. Because I would think one of the things they would do is if they're going to sink the city is that they would try to take as many resources as they could so all the jumpers but that one would already be on the alpha site. Mm-hmm. And so I would think maybe a good portion of the
0: military came back on the Daedalus
1: and the rest of them are waiting to bring the jumpers back through as soon as the gates reconnected.
0: They might have taken a couple of jumpers on the list, but they wouldn't have room for much or many
1: people because
0: the Daedalus right. is running a full crew themselves.
1: Right, so they would bring back whatever military probably the best combat assets they have for all of the stuff that they're bringing to defend the city. And then tell the rest of them, as soon as we have the gate back up, they're going to dial you. Be prepared to come through with the jumpers. And I, I would imagine they would leave the, um, most of the civilians um, on the, at the Alpha site. I think that would, from a military perspective, is a much more sound strategy than bringing um, an influx of non-combat food sources for the Wraith back to the city right before a fight.
0: Penumbra says it would take years to reach another solar system where a gate is i'm not sure that's accurate
2: that
0: it would take years to reach another solar system because in canon they use the they use the jumpers to go to several planets
1: Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably do it so that there was a a um probably a space gate that they find that's within maybe a two or three day um flight by jumper. Um probably a space gate is the way I would probably approach it.
0: I've always found it curious that they didn't have a space gate to begin with. Somewhere else in that solar system.
1: Yeah, and you got to remember that 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 um, John making the, the you're 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 setting up the pot the potential is set up for things to be radically different. John is in command from the beginning. He's going to demand that the expedition be um, better situated than it was to begin with, especially if he's letting his brother come along with him. Right. He's not gonna going go with a
0: half-supplied mission. There's no half-ass because John isn't half-ass if John's a marine because you don't get right. that far in the marines being a half-ass.
1: So anything. he's got he's got more military assets. He's got more officers than he had because his officer cadre being him and Ford was bizarre. I, and yeah, I think there was a lieutenant Miller or something like that. But um, in any case, that's yeah, weird.
0: The, the dead guy. Yeah, that's really weird.
1: So if things were set up differently from the beginning, they could have found more stuff. Things would have gone
0: down differently. Um, well, when when Elizabeth became the head of the expedition for the IOA, the IOA was actually very interested in the SGC being run by civilians. If you remember that um, Elizabeth actually ran the SGC while O'Neill was um, being mind-fucked by the ancient head-grabber. Um, and the IOA was... Very interested in civilian control, so I could still believe that they sent Elizabeth out in charge of the expedition. But I could also see John insisting more
1: um, rigorously that there be clauses in the expedition charter that for what would happen if they find themselves in combat situations. Um, there was
0: it, one, and Sumner would have taken over from the moment he got back from that race ship. If, if if he lived, Elizabeth would not have been in charge of the expedition when the SGC made contact with
1: them. Right, and so I'm thinking, there's just no way. I'm thinking that um, Elizabeth isn't in command of the expedition. John is, based upon the charter, um, and Elizabeth is in command of the civilian side of things, and she's probably in command of. Um, negotiations and basically PR, but that she's not the expedition leader because they found themselves in, rightfully John enacted that portion of the charter that said that they find themselves in a war zone, which they are in and in combat situations that it becomes military. And I think John would enforce that. So once you change the focus of the expedition a little bit and they're more concerned about defense, um, and,
0: um, she has backed herself all the way up to preparation.
1: I have, I have. I don't know that I
0: want to go back that far, but, um,
1: there's, there's a lot you can cover fairly quickly without having to. I'd have to, I'd have to, um, I think the point at which I wouldn't want to provide exposition around is, um, the decision about what they're going to do about the city. I think that's probably the critical moment to come in, because you want to come into a story at a moment of change for the characters. And I mm-hmm. think that that moment of change that's critical, because in the first idea, the moment of change is that John lives. But that scene I have to throw out, because he's got Alex
0: with him. So, um, Oh, Penubria, you just gave me an idea. Because I think you're right about them not wanting a space gate in their own solar system because it would be an access point for the Wraith. But what if the Wraith brought a space gate with them and dropped it for DART deployment? And they know it's up there. Did I break you or are you thinking about it? I'm trying to
1: read um some of the comments in the chat room actually. Well, there's a lot of if 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 the rate if the race dropped a gate for Dart deployment, um I'm trying to understand what Clara is saying about gating to an area seeded with gates.
0: Well, in order to gate off Atlantis, the gate has to be functional, right? And so they can't... don't want to leave, and the and the gate can't be functional because I'm not sure at that point they would even have enough power based on them using the shield for the water to run the gate because the gate requires a lot of power. Even to gate into a planet relatively nearby.
1: Yeah. Well, that could be something that they do. They've got, I think they've got, when they find out that the wraiths are on the way, this is vague recollection, I think they find out that they've got. Two weeks before the race, come mm-hmm. um, they could harvest a gate in that two weeks when they couldn't. And actually, I'm thinking, actually one of the scram one of the things they scrambled to do in that two weeks in Canon, I think, was to find an alpha site. Um, that wouldn't have happened that way if John was in in command. They'd have had an alpha site almost from the beginning.
0: They might even have a secret space gate that's shielded and um, hidden. Now, because if the ancients didn't have a space gate, it doesn't mean they don't have one currently. They could have pulled a space gate, or maybe McKay found a space gate on the city that had never been used. And you can't oh, I- gate to a gate if you don't know the address.
1: I like that idea.
0: So maybe they I, do have a gate in the system, a space gate that they've hidden.
1: And it's undeployed. What what if what if in the course of the season, when like like instead of hot zone happening, they find the space gate um on the city. They find the the car, the manufacturing bay where the gates were manufactured,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there is a gate that is undeployed because it was intended to be a space gate um, that wasn't deployed. Just simply was probably just wasn't deployed before um, before they evacuated, and so they just left it. I've always
0: its... been under the assumption that space gates actually have a ZPM. Like a little mini one of some kind. Of some sort. Some kind of similar power. They have a power source that not only powers the gate, but harvests power. Because it can't just be a ZPM. It has to be something different. Because otherwise, the space gates that are active in um, Pegasus would have died by now. Yeah. So they could be solar-powered, Dark. And that makes sense for a space gate because, duh, it's in space. So it's being exposed to um, solar radiation. It could be harvesting radiation for power. And it isn't, I mean, that would make a space gate dangerous as fuck to handle if you didn't have protection. I mean, it would be radioactive as hell. But then anything in space for that prolonged period of time would be very dangerous to hold with your bare hands. (laughs) But you can't well, really do because it's in space.
1: The gates are, um, gates are their method of travel. To ensure that they could travel to where they plan to be and work, you know. I would think that they would make the power supplies on the gate, whatever powered them, incompatible with anything else. Because they would not want them being harvested. And um, used
0: for something else. I agree. Right. You, they, you know, so it, it can't it, be they, a ZPM because all the gates in Milky Way would have a ZPM and the SGC would have already figured that out and would have had would have been able to harvest some of them, superconductors. So you couldn't harvest a space gate and put it on a planet because it would irradiate the planet. Um, it would be radioactive. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that works, but there's radiation up there. I mean, it's very dangerous.
1: But the thing is, I think the point is that space gates gates are powered somehow, and logically, but, the power source would not be harvestable. Otherwise, it right. would it would it'd be bad engineering. Because it would. Cripple anybody the could gate go and pull the power source, and they would have no way of getting what the purpose of that gate. Would be um, it'd be useless if they could people could just yank the power out of it, so let's assume that you can't harvest the power from a gate, um, the power source, but then you've got um, base gates are cannon, and they exist, so I don't have to um, reinvent the wheel. To put a space gate, I just need to figure out where the space and gate. And the ancients
0: from. already have um, the ability to um, um, make things disappear because the jumpers have um, cloaking technology, so they could cloak the gate. A, a space gate gets its address from the planet it is orbiting. The space gate would not be orbiting the same planet as Atlantis. That's not a good place to put it.
1: Yeah. So it would need to be they within to probably it, a week or so. Haven't they jumped a little out? I, mean, I, the,
0: I, would, um,
1: I, would, I would probably have it be a couple of days, but they could conceivably even be on a jumper for a week.
0: Lady Holder wants to talk, which is fabulous because I have to go to the little girl's room. And I did it before we started the podcast, but I'm old, guys. I'm just old. So I'm going to put myself on hold and put Lady Holder on so she can chat with Jilly.
2: Okay. Hello. Hi, lady. Hello. Take care of yourself. Yep. Hello. So I'm sitting here trying really hard not to injure myself by hitting my head on my desk. Um, I rewatched Stargate within like the last six weeks, which is where we get all of our um, information on gates. Gates take their address from six fixed points in space, which is why we have constellations on um, the the uh, DHD home device Uh and then the seventh point in space is the origin point Uh space gates uh if even if you stick one out in the middle of a from here to saturn or here to wherever the problem is um as far as i know even if you stick it out in pluto's orbit it's still got our sun's address yeah but they had to have worked around uh that because they have, I know, they had to have been able to work
1: around um, space gate. They versus... only had
2: one. They only had one space gate. That they only had one gate per per um uh, per You're planet. You're saying what I remember, and yes, and the reason I'm remembering this is because when you had um, God, what the hell was the one that that um, it was it was a gold who had a space gate, not raw apophis. Okay, um, he had a space gate on his ship, but they had two and, on Earth. Ah, yeah. But the problem is, is the one, the one on Earth, um, when they're dialing out with the ZPM, or oh, correction. Let me say, When they were dialing out with the base computer, it was considered the main gate because that's the one that was dialing. The problem is. It really shouldn't have been, because the one down in Antarctica had a, D- a DHD, and that actually should have been the prime gate. Right, and yes, I, I know I'm using this the logic of the show.
1: But, but this is where this is one of those cases of where, if you stick to the canon of the show, you inherently have no plot holes. holes. You have inherent plot holes. I here. know. So so saying, I'm going to stick to the canon on this point,
2: but disregard this other point.
1: It's okay, Kira repeating. says the
2: DHD was broken. The DHD was broken down in the, Atlant- uh, the, the Antarctic one. Okay, fine. That covers that plot hole. And the reason, they, the reason Jack and Sam went through was I think there was a flare or something, and that's what the hiccup was caused by. That's why they went down there. Or they got fired right. on or something. There was a surge of ener- extra energy. Right, but the thing is, I,
1: I, I could see, I could, I could maybe see the argument, even though Canon contradicts it,
2: that you can only
1: have mm-hmm. one gate per, mm-hmm. per planet, per system. Actually, I, hold on, I'm saying I could see the argument that you can only have one gate per planet. I actually don't know that I agree that you can only have one per system. Because different points in the system might align differently with the constellations.
2: Okay. True. I mean, planets don't rotate on the same cycle. So for all we know, Pluto is on one side of the the solar system and um, the Earth is on the other. Your comments. Maybe ancient ancients didn't have the two in two in the same solar system because they had spaceships and didn't need more than one in the solar system. True. If that was the case, that would explain this, this why enough. they this didn't have
1: ha- one on the the, the gate bridge um, was another case of where if they were so they if, if 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 gates were so limited they wouldn't have been able to construct that gate bridge because conceivably every time they placed a a gate on the gate bridge they could have been interfering with the signal of a gate that's already in place okay I I think what's clear is that there's a massive amount of plot hole around um, around gates Um,
2: also it's also programming because the if you remember there's a there's a period where um, the SGC dialed um, almost every gate in the galaxy at one point. Yeah, that made like no sense because
1: they get to they get to Pegasus and they have no problem. But that could be the Atlantis computer
2: accounting for the stellar drift, mm-hmm. because and that's what I think it is because the SGC computer was constructed by Carter and Carter. Um, Carter was putting together something that she was centuries ahead of herself, but they were millennia, and it wasn't quite working. Right. And the thing is, part of the thing that didn't quite make sense about that is they were
1: randomly dialing every possible combination of the gate symbols,
2: which should Uh have gotten them a hit. It should have come up.
1: Accounting for stellar drift doesn't change randomizing those symbols.
2: Uh Mm-hmm.
1: So they I mean they were they were just randomly dialing. They should have gotten a hit without going when they when you start looking at accounting for stellar drift, um I understood what they were trying to say, but it didn't actually make shouldn't have made the difference that they said it did. They because did get they, a hit. Which plan? Well
2: they did. They got one um Ernest Ernest, yeah. the hell Ernest's name was with the repository. And He, it was, it actually was the the actor who played Carson also played Ernest, the original guy, who went through and was lost to time. And then they found him um, 60 years later. Yeah. He was all by himself and just a hair bit. Wacko. You know, oh,
0: just. He was Catherine's man. He was Catherine's
2: man. And that's
0: why she wanted to open the gate.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, if I remember right, he was naked as a Jaybird, and that just caused all sorts of problems. <laughs> he was naked. Like. He was a naked old dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, in his defense, he didn't have anything to make clothes out of, and he was the only one there. So, what the True. fuck did it matter?
2: Yeah, and he had a, he had to cannibalize what he had. Um, Dark uh, also comments there. There's another factor, like not knowing all addresses were seven symbols. She is correct. On the cartouche, there were only six in that center portion that was all contained. It took Daniel to figure out that there, there was a seventh below, and the seventh was the origin point. Thank you, newspaper, for telling him that. It's like, dialing, it's like trying had, to dial long distance about an area. They seven,
0: seven-digit numbers before, no. because Yes, no. they had to because they sent Ernest back in time. Well, they didn't send him back in time. They sent Ernest off the planet in the nineteen thirties or the forties. So yes, they did right. at one time try seven symbol addresses. They just weren't doing and it. And then stuff got lost at the start
2: of the movie. Right.
0: Well, because, yeah, because they didn't you know that shit the happened of, the
2: first time. Right at the start of the movie, they they comment that they got they got that far seven symbols. And then they couldn't go any further, and it stalled. All right, and it took Daniel finding on the the um, dialing computer the seventh symbol and completely hosing up the guy's screen with a permanent marker, drawing in the, the the recognizable seventh symbol.
0: Except the fucking gate can dial more than seven. Yes, but if you because if you it dials gates in other fucking galaxies and that's what nine symbols
2: 8 8
0: 8 for a ship and nine for the
2: galaxy. It's, I thought um, the ship said eight
0: eight. Uh,
2: eight It's eight for it's eight for the galaxy, nine for the the um that origin ship, which is at this point way the hell and gone. Okay. Okay. It's, Still. it's eight, eight for the local group. I think, my, I think the Which thing is it's pretty
1: easy to come up with some way that you can have two gates in a single solar system. Um, I don't think one it depends mark- on
0: the so- I think it's planet origin because it was origin. He had to find the symbol for the planet when he was on Abydos. He wasn't looking for a system symbol. He was looking for a planetary symbol.
2: It was. He was looking for the... the well, he was looking for the... Origin symbol, and that's what they had to call it. Their sample size was really small. Yeah. But the other side so, of it is,
0: like I said, the ancients had gates, so they didn't need multiple gates per system. And the Gaul mm-hmm. didn't make gates, so they sure as hell wouldn't have been able to put more than one in one si- system. They didn't make them.
2: No, because the Gaul were basically they them.
0: They, they, they stole them from and put them on their ships. Mm-hmm. But they still weren't making right. them. The only people we see making no. gates are ancients and the Ori.
2: And, nope, um, somebody else made one. The uh, the assholes. Actually, the assholes. Totally. Yes, but actually, um, technically an ancient did make it. By the way, it would have been, um, oh, God, the one that fell in love with Sam. She made one in his, or he made one in her basement. Yeah, he was an ancient. So technically an ancient did make them. Yeah.
0: And I'm not convinced, considering how much assholery existed on the Toland planet, that they weren't ancients to begin with.
2: <laughs> you mean ones who retreated there and and you know remembered, just like cats remember that they were you know worshipped at one point. They remembered at one point they were ancient and and you know the the they, um, big men on campus. They were
0: super smart. They were super arrogant. They had a whole lot of technology. Super That sounds like a
2: fucking ancient to me. Fucking stupid. That sounds like one too.
0: Anyways, Julie. Why don't they be one?
2: Sorry, (laughs) Julie. We have to justify
1: our version of science. No, I just—it's one of those. This is one of those things where I would, um, um, because canon is so wildly inconsistent with itself Mm -hmm. um, about what's possible with Gates, that it's not a plot point that I would get. Um, wrapped around the axle, or if I wanted to have a space gate in the same system, um, even if okay. and I could I could see people cringing, going, "Oh my God, how could she possibly have two gates in the same system?" Um, we'll all survive.
2: Well, well, well the fact of
1: the
0: matter is, the is that is multiple it, times in SG One, they did.
2: Yeah, they had have multiple yeah. gates, like on the gates, same gates in the planet. system. Well, the the there's a comment, Claire comments in there that um, when SG1 took out Apophis' um, invasion force in the first, well, in the first episode of the second season. Daniel had to wait until they were close enough to Earth to use Earth's point of origin. This is true. He also gated to the Alpha site. That's when the space monkey hug happened. Right afterwards.
0: The other side of that is, is that's because that's the only point of origin that Daniel knew in the solar system. There could have been other points of origin in the solar system that Daniel couldn't have known and therefore couldn't use.
1: Right, because the point of origin um, is related to the planet that the gate is on, which is why
0: it's only on the the gate from that planet. There has to be points of origin in space. Otherwise, space gates wouldn't work. I'm just
2: saying. (laughs) And. God, there's so much science that is just fucked up with that. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put Lady Holder on hold so yeah. Julie can finish her idea. Um, yes. And because we only got three minutes left. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: Anyway, so, so the old idea would just go through um, the rest of the story would, would be um, some sort of um, what would it look like in the future if the city is reclaimed by ancients. Um and what how the SG, and that's something I really have not worked through in my head, even a tiny bit, is how the SGC and the IOA would respond to the fact that the shepherds accidentally but still claimed the city and the city now sees it as theirs. And so you would have I would think four AIs, one assigned to each brother, they'd be a little bit territorial and defensive of any interference in what they saw as um, the shepherd's rightful command of the city. And that could create some tension. A lot of tension, but fun
0: Mm -hmm. tension. Good tension, yeah.
1: So we went through kind of like the start of a story arc, and something we mm-hmm. could also do, um, I mentioned this to you, and um, something we might consider doing, um, is I can work on this plot, um, but sometime in the future, is how to parse that idea into ep- episodes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, at some point, maybe do a an episode drift about taking an idea we've talked about and breaking it up into um, episode pieces so that people get an idea of what that would look like.
0: Yeah, because we want to like um, build up and have an arc. Say so if we had ten episodes, your first four episodes are um, self-contained stories, but they're building up to a point, and then your episode five would be um, your climax for your season, and then you would have falling action through the last five episodes.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless you wanted to do a High climb, which would put your climax around episode seven, and my hand is currently in the air, by the way. And then your <laughs> falling action would be episodes eight, nine, and ten. I kind of tend to tend well. I'd have to contemplate the
1: entire arc because I tend to favor the high climb personally, yeah. I do too. Rather than rather than five and a half the season in falling action, but. Um, in my head right now, the, the the high point is the claiming of the city, and that is too early in the episode arc for the climax of the season. So I'd have to yeah, contemplate it the so whole arc. We're of down the to season. 15
0: seconds. Um, we can probably do it again on Sunday and, and work through your plot. Okay. For your episodes. Okay. Bye, you guys. Bye, <laughs> <Not> everybody. <laughs>